Hello, this is Craig and you're listening to the District Conversations podcast. Um, this current podcast you're about to listen to, we were joined by Mango as part of our collaboration with Ace and Tate um, for a project called Heads. Heads was something that that we created in collaboration with Ace and Tate to highlight the, the people doing stuff that we really enjoy in Dublin City. Um, a snapshot of, of what it's like to be doing some cool stuff in Dublin and we're really happy with how it turned out. Um, Neve Craven was on the questions with Mr Mango. It's a really good listen. Enjoy the next 10 to 15 minutes and check out Ace and Tate if you get the chance in Dublin. They recently just launched in on Exchequer Street and glasses are 98 euro. I have 2020 vision, so I don't need the prescription ones, but the L, the L sunglasses are nice. I was into them, so yeah, check it out. Exchequer Street, Ace and Tay, Heads District. Enjoy. So, yeah, we have another head with us in today, Mango Dazzle. What's up? Um, he was part of the series, and your episode actually was really nice because it kind of seemed to show all of the little places you love in Dublin yeah which yeah. was probably really nice for you to have on screen as well yeah, yeah it was cool just to, to like have those spots because you know the way Dublin is you know you never know in two years time if they're gonna, they're gonna be gone like we were in we were in Wigwam which was the pepper yeah. for me and like that what that changed into and you know I live around I live like two blocks away from the Bernard Shaw and like you know the Charlotte Flats went down there's a hotel being built across the road from it and stuff like that so you, you just don't know about these places surviving so it's good to have a little time capsule a ta- capsule of these places you go to you know what I mean yeah you can kind of look back on it in a few years and be like, yeah of course yeah uh, so what was kind of your opinion on actually being seen as like a head yeah. Or, or like someone that people can actually look up to in Dublin. How did that feel? It, yeah, it, like uh, don't get me wrong, it's mad flattering and it's cool. Yeah. But like at the same time, you're not so self aware that you become ahead. It just kind of happens to you. Yeah. All of a sudden, it's like when someone else outside your social group is like, "Oh, what's up, your mango?" Or, "Oh, I love the tunes, man." And you're like, "Oh shit, this is going, this is going further than just me making tunes for my mates or you know playing in places." that my mates run or whatever like that like it's, it's traveling so yeah it was, it, you know it's it's really nice but like these things come like you know day by day so eventually you know people start to recognize that you might be doing a bit more than the average joe soap or not even maybe doing a bit more you're just doing something a bit more different do you well, know what, what you said before actually as well as obviously you do your music and stuff but yeah you kind of consider a lot of what makes you ahead is your actual social interaction with the city as well. You were saying when you went to the protests and stuff like that. Yeah. It's more about what people give to the actual city as well instead of just the art. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, get out there, go to take back the city or, you know, you know, repeal the eight movement uh, or marches and stuff like that. And, you know, supporting local businesses from people because, yeah. you know, couple of years ago everybody was like what the fuck why is there loads of starbucks going everywhere and i had to tell people it's because well how many times you shopping in irish shops you know so you know in putting into your like it's it's with anything you know what i mean in your own art in your own work in your own family life your your love life whatever you put in you will get out so i believe in putting in and putting on for my city is crucial do you know what i mean because without that we you know we end up like you know, some places in London where it's just glass and chains, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you were saying as well before that um, 
Dublin really does influence your music. Like a lot of music will come from aspects of Dublin and stuff. So yeah. could you tell us a bit about that? Uh, yeah, like I mean, like I, I think most people kind of know my tune rapper. Well, certainly most people who know me would know my tune rapper. And I know he was getting a bus to uh, Ballyar one day, and I was on the 78A, and there was like two lads down the back smoking cigarettes, and uh, they were like, oh no way, that's rapid. And I was like, because this is a couple of years ago, and I was like, man, I haven't heard rapid in ages. Like, and that just like, that twig, like, and I mean, years and years and years later, um, I was thinking like a word to just put into like this great sound that everybody could put in, and like to own this mental word that is just so colloquial not only to just Dublin but only to a certain side of Dublin there's only certain types of people in Dublin who would say rapper do you know what I mean so like just that and like even you know songs about my own personal life will be mirrored in Irish and, and Dublin life like I have a song on the album which which deals with you know a family death and it's not so much about you know a eulogy to the person who died but it's more about how like Northside working class Dublin families behave and are, you know, come together and all the things that happen during a funeral, and even though like the 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 theme of death and grief and loss and, and you know family and love, these are universal themes. But how the scope that I'm putting it into is uniquely Dublin. You know what I mean? And do you find that there's, uh, like. Everywhere, I think, is kind of a community, but do you find, like, there's a real heightened sense of community in Dublin? Absolutely. It's a town, like, do you know what I mean? Like, I just even walking here from where I live, like, I've seen, like, ten people I know, and then, like, you know, you're just walking down the street, you're like, oh, I know them, I know these, and you know what everybody's at. You know, it's a, it is a very big community. You go to the, the club nights, and because it's so smaller, it's a smaller city, more people will go to maybe nights that, if they were in a bigger city, they'd probably be like, ah, oh, no, I'm not really into that. Like, I I'm, I wouldn't ever call myself, like, a techno head. Like, I know what I'm at, but, like, I've been to techno gigs because it's like, that's where we're going, that's what's on, and, you know, my mates are playing it, and you're like, well, like, I'm not mental into techno, but, like, I'll go support the boys, and I'll go to hang out them, you know, well, I'll have a right L knees up. Um, But, yeah, I don't know, I kind of went on a tangent there, sorry. <laughs> Basically ended up about hanger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. R.I.P. Uh, actually, a nice one to go on to would be, you were mentioning before as well, that you do kind of tend to see regular faces at your gigs and stuff, and that's something that you kind of really like to acknowledge oh, yeah. as part of a community. Yeah, that's, like, that's really weird Like for me. like There's like, when it stops being your mates, and it starts being like, Oh, I know them boys because they're always coming through. Like, there's one group of lads that come to most gigs, uh, especially in Dublin, and they have travelled, and they all wear their rapper t-shirts. And like, I remember I was doing a show last year in the Shaw after the festival season, and uh, for rapid like, courses on ground with a pint of black in your hand, and all the lads they weren't even drinking Guinness, but they all bought a pint of Guinness to raise it up while I was doing rapid. You know, like, and you you see people on support slots. And, you know, all of a sudden the green rooms and, you know, the artist liaisons or whoever you're emailing with become like just people you connect with. Like the more you get, the more you get into Dublin, 
the more you can see it's like it's like a big tree the more deeper you go in you see how far the roots go and you see how all connected it is just to this one kind of pumping thing like dublin's kicking right now like dublin is full of some really whopper whopper shit that's happening and to know uh people doing that is inspiring and it inspires me and and others to keep you know kick my game up like there's people who are artists or business owners that other people you know they'd be they'd be regular names on people's uh, on the t- on the tip of their tongue when you know conversations like this come up and to see them like you know they'll message me like oh bro seen you doing that that was amazing da 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 and you know I'll see them do stuff and you kind of go like this is mad like I know these people like even knowing like Mesa for me right that dude like blows my mind like when I used to get me bus into town. I used to stare at the walls and I'd look at the murals and I'd look where he got up to on certain like roofs and stuff like that. And I was like, man, who is this motherfucker? And then he did the demo stuff and I was like, what the f- This dude's on a different thing, like old sign writing and stuff like that. And then when I got me ma, she was like, oh yeah, I know Maze, I know Al. And I was like, what? She was like, yeah, I know Al, da da da. And then like, you know, we ended up having a point together and we ended up getting on really well and stuff like that. and. You know, he'd be a a pal of mine now, you know, and, you know, this is, um, you know, as much as you get into Dublin, the more you meet people and you can connect with them. But, like, I was walking down Liffey Street the other day and, you know, the the mural he has just over that kind of lady shop. I was looking at it, I was like, man, that's deadly. My mate did that. Do you know what I mean? Like, so, Dublin just has this kind of quirk where we're all kind of bopping off each other, you know? Yeah. And so do you, do you think then that Ireland or Dublin at the moment, Natalia was saying before that she kind of feels like it is a bit of a shame that there needs to be such like catalysts for such good art and music and stuff to be happening because as you were saying, Dublin's like kicking at the moment and that is kind of going from our kind of generation being politicised, I think. Mm. Yeah, like... It, do you think it is... It's like, it's hard, but it's I think it, I think it's always been I think it's always been tough, and I think maybe some of the like the younger people in my generation might not have remembered as much of the Celtic Tiger. Like it was, I was like early teens, like no, probably even like was I early teens? Yeah, around that when it was like when it was stupid, crazy shit going on. And there wasn't like that much kind of emphasis on do it your own, get it yourself. Everybody had money, but everybody just wanted to spend it on stupid shit. Now when people have money, they're investing it. And it is a shame. Like, and you're seeing like, you know, last year there was a, or, or sorry, it was this year, like, you know, Una Mullally having trouble with her book. Like Dublin City Council trying to break that down. Dublin City Council trying to fucking, you know, go into war with subset, you know, taking our clubs down, and you know pushing up rents and stuff like that and like i'm seeing it in my neighborhood like you know and you know granted i don't i'm not like born and reared out there but like i've got cheap rent and i'm there because i am but i can see like a lot of people moving in because it's cool it's got the art it's got the cool coffee shops and all the heads are there and then and that's when the prices go up like a great a great quote somebody said to me was uh it all starts with art and ends in real estate and that's what's happening with Dublin is that it starts this art like we're out, you know, we've got Leo Varadkar out there, you know, selling U two at the fucking UN Security Council, like, yeah, Ireland rock and roll, 
you know, gay marriage and da 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 da. And then you come back here and it's like, well, you too don't need the fucking the leg up and they don't need the hand. You're out here selling our artistry, our James Joyce's, our Heaney's, our, our Macers or whatever. You know, you're pushing this like Dublin's amazing, and, but we're not getting on back and it's getting harder and harder. And eventually it's just, it's just going to be Google Town and fuck that. Because, mm. you know, I'm not seeing any of these massive corporations give back in. Like, no amenities, like, fuck all tax, they're not building no roads, nothing. They cleared, you know, slums down at the docks. Like, some of the worst neighbourhoods that really needed, like, a bit of TLC. And uh, as soon as, uh, you know, Tony went, you know, those all of a sudden the flats were gone and those people are moved out to Finglas and Talla and, you know, all of a sudden in this vibrant Whopper community which has been through so much is then forced to get 40 minutes into a bus and they're just scattered everywhere so like Dublin Dublin needs a wake up call we are getting politicised and the great thing about that is when we get a bit older we're the voter base yeah. and we're not taking it anymore you know what I mean back in the day be like oh you know like I listen to my dad's generation be like oh the fuck they're all a show of bastards there's nothing you can do they're all fucking da 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 and my generation, like, who? Oh, Murphy, that prick. Fuck him. Fuck Fraga. Fuck all this. And saying, fuck this shit when I'm taking it. Like, we don't have to live like this because mm. people of my generation were, you know, left after the, the, the economic crash. So we know what it's like to just have nothing anyway. And that's where most of these great ideas for Dublin came about was just people sitting around going, do you want to do a club night? Because there's nobody left in the country and fuck it. Like, let's just throw a party because I can't leave Australia or for Australia or London or whatever. So we've we've learned how to use our own tools, use make things out of nothing and not accept the norms. The things that the previous generations would have lo- like looked up to as the solid institutions which were unbreakable and the way that culture and society move forward, like the churches, the banks and politics, all of those things mean fuck all Dominion because they've let us down and they decimated our parents we looked at our parents obey by their rules for years and then got fucked up with them so we're like I'm not buying that you know I think that might be a really inspirational note to leave it on <laughs> so all the other questions <laughs> yeah, aren't going to match up to that <laughs> <laughs> thanks for coming in Mango no problem my pleasure that was brought to you by Ace and Tate Ace and Tate collaborated with us to produce Heads they're very proud to launch in Dublin and with it being their first ever Irish store they wanted to get to know some of the downright great people who are doing amazing things in the city. Mango, Felicia, Joe, Ashling, and David are just a few of the talented creatives who have been inspired by Dublin. They've then gone on to build successful careers through bold and courageous work. For more information on their work and on the head series go to the district or Ace and Tate social pages. Enjoy. <laughs>